2: Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to get stuck into the Brisbane Broncos' best 17 for 2023 today. Aside that, uh, Maddie, I don't know whether they underachieved, overachieved, or if they just achieved last year. I've got no idea how to put it.
0: Well, if you put a crystal ball at the start of last year and you said they'll just miss the finals by one game, you'll say, wow, great year. Mm. But they're in the top four after around whatever, like 20 or something. So yeah, I totally agree with what you said. It's, it's it's you can't label them in one because whilst it was, they improved, it's hard to not look at their season as well, where they finished as, as disappointing because the first three quarters of the season was um, at worst as you'd expect and at best incredible mm. floating between that. And in the last month or five weeks, whatever it was, was a disaster.
2: Absolute disaster. Now are you feeling alright? Because you just had one of the more uh, irrational little little breakdowns I've ever heard before. I'm just, I'm too much dust. dust at the bar. There's are you mu- okay?
0: Yeah, there's uh, my room's dusty because of these curtains we have. Um, I won't go into it. But
2: please not again.
0: <laughs> I can't do it again. But uh sometimes like if the fans on too much, I wake up like all hay fevery and I realise I haven't I uh, got a cleaner in here for, for ages, so I need to sort that out. I'm, just, I'm very, it's very, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit, but yeah, we'll be lot. fine. Actually, is I yeah. back you.
2: I, I back <laughs> you. All right, Broncos. Uh, as you said, mate, a bit hard to get a read on from what last year was. If you, you know, if you told me at the start of last season they were going to finish ninth, I would have said, "Fuck, that's a good season by the Broncos." Yeah, they did finish ninth, and I was disappointed at the end of it. So uh it is what it is with brisbane um obviously adam reynolds he arrived there last year he made a huge difference and maddie the thing that stood out for me the most about the brisbane broncos was obviously how good adam reynolds was but until the last five weeks how good the brisbane broncos were even when adam reynolds was out it was one thing that really stood out for me you could obviously see the impact And this is what great players do they have an impact on the field and off the field and then that is able to flow through to when they're actually not playing in the 13.
0: Especially because if you cast your mind back to the the trials, remember they got absolute pumps? I think it was by the Cowboys or yeah, so. and they yeah, they, like it, it, it wasn't
2: was, an overly impressive trial. So it was yeah.
0: it was a shocker. And then everyone was like, Oh well we'll get Reynolds back, it'll be fine. But then he started thinking, Well, if they're missing Reynolds then they're potentially he, gonna be He didn't fucked.
2: play the first week. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's what I was gonna say. Then yeah. he played
0: the first week, but he but they won that game. Who they're was that against? T- 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 ah right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> um yeah. And then fuck. Like he was good. every, every time he we played, well most times he played, he was fantastic. There was a game against the dogs where he just yeah. turned it on. Um but you're right. There were some games he didn't play. I think Ezra Mam's debut, he mm-hmm. slotted straight in a half back. He was um like for for a kid on debut in the halves, he was he was good. Um and then obviously like he's gonna be there six now. So yeah, that were that were you're right, they were good without him good enough without him last year that was, you know, so it wouldn't be like such a disaster if he did miss a game or two.
2: And I just on Ezra Mam, we obviously spoke pretty highly about him on Bloke in a Bar the other day and mate, I could not believe the amount of comments that got stuck into Ezra Mam. Really? I didn't I, see him. I feel like there's a lot of the time people will pick out a negative about a player and then really die on that hill mm. to make it sound like they've watched them incredibly closely or whatever. And a lot of people picked out um his defense and look it's his first season in the NRL. He will improve. I think you also need to remember the guy inside him, Kurt Cable, was playing with one fucking shoulder. Mm. I mean, we, we 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 just recorded an off-season episode where we spoke about Jamie Soward and Bo Scott and how important Bo Scott was for Jamie Soward. I don't, I don't think I think people undervalue how important for a young halfback coming into first grade who's got a target on their back how important your back rower is. Yeah, and for Kurt Cable to play essentially the back end of the season with a bung shoulder. Yeah, he
0: was, and you, you can kind of tell, like, yes, he was missing a few tell. tackles here and there. Yeah. And
2: so I, I also think that Ezra Mam, he's not a bad tackler. We've we've saw, yeah. we saw it time and time again throughout the year. He can tackle. It's just, it's more so the decision-making, and sometimes that comes down to the guys that are around you as well. So uh, I know it's easy to say, oh, Ezra Mam can't tackle, fucking blah, 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 but just... Just be patient. I, I I think he's going to surprise people. And at the end of the day, as much as you want your halves to be able um, to defend at a reasonably high level, it's not the sole reason why they're there and you're not picking Ezra Man for his defence. But I personally think he will hold his own. And I, I think he's a tremendous fucking fine for them.
0: It's a weird hill, weird hill to die on.
2: Uh, very, it's a very internet hill to die on.
0: There's a good saying that it's a, it's a weird hill you choose to die on, but at least you're dead. At least you're dead. <laughs>
2: Dead you will be. Um, but that's, that's, I, I honestly didn't see those comments. That's It might have been because I, I clipped up that thing. That, oh, that thing. yeah, okay. so maybe, maybe it was on that that I'm thinking of. But there, there was the, definitely a fair whack of them that surprised me. Um, mate, as far as this team goes, it sort of picks itself to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> except for when you get to the hooker jersey. Yeah. And um, I thought you had a good discussion on bloke. We had a very good discussion on Bloke and a bar and look, we, we probably won't go as deep into it because we did go so so deep on Bloke. So, if you'd like to go and have a listen to that, it's on the Rugby League Guru podcast. It's on Bloke and a bar. You Go and have a listen to it there. But
0: it's so also on the like if you want just that, go to the um go to Bloke. We did it as a snippet. That's
2: actually the spot to go. Maddie cut it up perfectly. Yeah, it sums up everything in about five minutes or so. Yeah, everything three first. three and half four minutes. It's yeah, f- it's it's very fucking good. So go and have yeah. a look at that. Um, and as far as hookers go, mate, I've got four names down here. Mate, I could add Guru and Waterboy to this. I've got no idea who's going to wear the nine, so don't add Waterboy.
0: Don't add Waterboy. Don't I, have Waterboy. I, can't, I can't tackle.
2: What position were you? We? Oh fuck! I can't tackle either.
0: But um, Waterboy,
2: <laughs> love that. <laughs> No dust on those bottles. tell you that much for free. Uh, Mate, let's get into this 17. As I said, a lot of it does pick itself at fullback. Rhys Walsh uh, arrives back, obviously left the British Broncos a couple of years ago. Very controversial. Um, I guess we're sort of used to it now that we've seen him in the training pitches and everything, but crazy to think after everything that happened, he's going to be the Broncos fullback next year.
0: Yeah, insane. Kind of came as a shock. I think obviously there was a a few personal reasons he needed to move home, so fair enough. But... um, it's, it's weird. Like, it's such a big signing, but, like, uh, it's not that I keep forgetting about it, but, like, I don't know. In, in my head, it, it, well, maybe I just haven't seen – I feel like it should be more hyped than it, yep. than it is. Maybe because maybe he played for the Warriors, but he was still a superstar at the Warriors. He was. But Brisbane, uh, you could argue they're the, they're the biggest team. Like, they're definitely right up there. He is going to be a fucking superstar next year. Reese Walsh,
2: yeah, I'm very, very excited about him. I, I can't wait to watch him go around. I and I feel know.
0: like, and sorry to Warriors fans, like I can, I can. He's one of those players I can just pitch him in a Broncos jersey. Yeah. It's fitting. It's fitting. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: I know. Uh, obviously, we're excited about Reese Walsh, but uh, our good mate Timmy Williams, the paddle pop line, he yeah. might be the biggest Reese Walsh, Walsh fan in the world. I could. He might be a bigger fan of Reese Walsh than Reese Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect to Reese Walsh, I could he- loves him.
0: I could hear that. In his voice when he was talking about Reese Walsh on Bloke on Monday. Or maybe it was last Wednesday, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was last Wednesday, the transfer show. And he th- like he threw a few super coach things in there. I was yeah. like, okay. okay. Very like I don't as as you probably well aware, I don't play Super Coach, but Yeah, we're we? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you could you could hear it in his voice. He was he was like he was ready to explode. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, Reese Walsh at fullback, he picks himself
2: there. Very excited to see how he goes, especially with Adam Reynolds inside. I think that's the other thing you gotta remember with Reese Walsh that know the, the best halfback he's played with probably Sean Johnson yeah it's fair to say Sean Johnson was nowhere near his best yeah so I think that Reese Walsh has been really impressive so far in his career but I don't think he's ever been put in good enough positions to be able to play his absolute best footy so I'm very excited to see how he goes you also give him a couple of strike weapons Corey Oaks yep. Farmworth Stags, Cobbo uh, which obviously I think that rounds out the back five fuck Oates, it's a good back five. Oh, mate it's a tremendous back five very hard to handle Oates and Cobo on the wings, Farmworth and Stag- Stags in the centres. Uh, Farmworth is obviously returning from injury. Very excited to see him go around. They missed um, him
0: last year when he went out.
2: Mate, they missed him so fucking much. Yeah. They missed him so much. So Where do you think he'll end up? I, I personally think he's a centre. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I know he wants to play fullback I, and maybe he can improve, but I, he, he, he doesn't pass the ball enough for me to mm. play anything other than centre or wing. We actually spoke about the start of last season before I think everyone else had sort of caught on to it. And Timmy Williams made a really good point. He's like, if you're playing on the left side and you can't pass that way, normally you're a winger. Yeah. But I, I, lo- I do love him in the centres. And Corey Oates, I think I think because he wasn't getting as much ball and attack, it forced him to become a monster out of his own end once again. Mm. I, I think it sort of brought out the best in him. So Oates, Farnworth, Stags, Cobo, um, Automatics.
0: Easily, yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh stags. See, so yeah, yeah, If if you can get the best out of Stags. If and you can obviously, give me eighty percent of stags consistently. Yeah. And then Harnworth um Harnworth. Harnworth. Farnworth is pretty consistent. Uh Oates had one of his best years last year. Yep. And Cobo's a young up up and comer. Like it won't take much for this backline to fire.
2: Yeah. And I, I think we we went into last season going fuck Staggs and Cobo, this could be the best edge in rugby league. And it turned out to be, like, oh, obviously Staggs and Cobo had a great season, but I would yeah. say over the entire time, whenever both of these combos were together, I'd say probably Farmworth and Oates were a little bit more dangerous.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good argument. They, um, yeah, as I said before, it's a shame that uh, Herbie got injured at the back end last year um, because I thought he was, he just, he was improving every game. As you said, like, you know, he... Hopefully he's he's right right to left passing all preseason. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say yeah, I probably would say that because there was there were games where Stags and Cobo might have been a little quieter. Probably their it's one of those things like their ceilings probably higher, but Oates and Farmworth you get fucking consistency and like Every high level week. consistency most weeks. Um, yeah.
2: And obviously Herbie uh, featured in the World Cup. Yep. So he will get a full preseason. He'll be ready to go. So very, very excited about the Brisbane Broncos and their backline looking very strong. We spoke about Ezra Mann, mate. He picks himself at six. Yep. Uh, young, inexperienced, incredibly fucking talented. He will get better year on year. I said it the other day. Second year syndrome is a big worry for a lot of players. Uh, guys that are standing next to Adam Reynolds don't overly worry me.
0: No, nah, yeah. not at all. Not at all. And I think it's... It's the perfect – Adam Reynolds is the per- perfect person to have there for, yeah. for Ezra and, as you said before, uh, Reese Walsh as well. And Adam Reynolds, he's obviously the halfback, uh, skipper, everything.
2: Uh, anything you want to – you obviously know Adam yes. Reynolds pretty fucking well.
0: Yeah, the only thing about Reynolds, like, if he does miss a game, um, who comes in? Yeah. Like, who does come in?
2: It's I, I thought that was a rhetorical. But, yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> it's tough. Probably Jock Madden.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah.
2: looking at Jock. Um, he's a good player. Yeah. But if you take Reynolds out and you give me jock, I can't put them in the top eight for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Adam Reynolds is Re- the key. Reynolds has to play, you know, 18-plus yeah. games.
2: As the halfback is for every, the vast majority team, of yeah. clubs. So,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into
2: the forward pack. The back line sort of picks itself, as does the forward pack mostly. Payne Haas, Tom Flegler up front. Um, no arguments
0: here? Yeah, I mean, Haas on his day is the best front row in the game. Still, I actually think he is. In my opinion, like, you know, there's a few to choose from, but yep. I think Paint is the premier front row in the comp. Fleggart is just improving like crazy. I think there was a game at the... F- was it last year or the year before where he, he got put on report four times against the Warriors? Might have been early last year. Could have been year. either, could have been both. Yeah.
2: He's got that in him.
0: He's got that in him, but, like, obviously, you need a little bit of that as long as, you know, you are yeah. not penalized every two seconds. Um, But there was a, there was games where... There was a game against Cronulla, I'm pretty sure it was. No one spoke about him, but he was he was so fucking good. He he just absolutely destroyed the Sharks who have you know such a crazy good forward pack. Um I love Tom Flegler. I think, you know, he's gonna be well, he is fucking a gun, but he's gonna get even better next year. I think he's he's in for a big year. Uh but Tansy question, yeah, they they pick themselves.
2: I feel sorry for Flegler at times because you know he's obviously come through with Pat Carrigan. It was oh, such yeah. different footballers, but I think people sort of pair them together. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of Carrigan does all these fantastic things, as does Flegler. But Flegler also gets penalised every yeah. five or ten minutes. There'll be a Simbin every few weeks, and I think that's what people focus on with Flegler. But yeah, mate, we've spoken about it. A little bit throughout this. Every team needs a bit of C-U-N-T.
0: 100%. He's perfect. He's the
2: guy you need, Flegler. So I'd have him in the front row with Payne Haas. Hooker, uh, Billy Walters, Blake, Moser, Smoothie, Corey Pakes. Corey Pakes and Billy Walters. They swapped around at nine last year. Moses, the young gun, coming in. Uh, Can be said the other day, he thinks he's a little bit further down the track. I think he could become relevant very quickly. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I I don't think he'll be the nine to start the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's the 14 to start the season, Moser. So he played uh,
0: Queensland 19s last year? Yes. Cool. Yeah. And killed it. I can't really comment. I've not really seen him. Yeah. Um, And look,
2: I I haven't seen as much of him as I would have liked to
0: have seen, but what I
2: have seen has been very impressive. And from people in Queensland rugby league, hold him in very high regard.
0: You know, one of my working at the USFW rugby league was such an advantage like getting to see yep. all the young guns come up, I feel like I've missed the last couple couple of years. Um, obviously, wouldn't trade this job for anything, but um, yeah, that, that was really cool being able to like kind of pick yeah. people before anyone knew about them. So probably
2: trade it for a less dustier job, but
0: oh, uh, my I my, my desk my desk in New South dusty as well.
2: Uh, yeah. So hookers. <laughs> Now, we were just speaking before, we can't really, as per usual in the NRL, we can't find if it's confirmed or not. But Tyson Smoothie, potential he's on a development contract, so we might not be able to see him until X rounds or whatever. Mm. Whether that's true or not, do your own research. We couldn't find it in the 15 seconds we spent looking for it. Uh, But one to keep an eye on there, gun to head, 9 and 14 for round one. Which names are you plucking out of a hat here?
0: You probably just go Walters and Pakes, yeah. Because we read a, I read we read a comment saying that Smoothie can't play to around ten because he's on development. That makes sense. I've heard something like that before about development players. I forgot about that. I won't yeah. lie until I read that comment. So thank you to whoever commented that. Um, again, not completely sure how factual it is, but let's just assume it is. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'll I'll go just Walters and Pakes just to start the year. What yeah. are you going to oh, go?
2: I think that's how it'll start but I think one of Moser, Smoothie, or potentially... i Honestly, it wouldn't shock me if by the end of the year it's Moser and Smoothie. I, right. d- I genuinely think there is the potential for both of them. I'm confident one of them will be in the side by the end of the year. So, similar to what we did with the Broncos in the preseason of 2022, we were watching every single trial game against Wyndham Cowboys, whoever the fuck they were playing, working out who was going to partner Adam Reynolds. I think this year it'll be the uh, the merry-go-round of the hookers. Yeah. Come trial time.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no doubt. But let's, let's just hope they stick with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, whoever they go with, stick with. Because they went went with
0: Walters last year. Like, he was the hooker when they went on that seven-game run. Yep. So, maybe just look at that and, yeah. I think that will start with Walters, though.
2: And And I think as well, like, it is probably a little bit, like, you know who's going to be the halves next year. You know who's going to be the fullback. Like, it just makes it a little bit easier to build the rest of the side around it. So, uh, with this forward pack, as Timmy Williams said the other day, the hooking job shouldn't be overly difficult. Yeah, they should be winning that you would like to think that this pack if not wins at least competes in every single game so it should make life a little bit easier back row Kurt Cable. Uh hopefully he comes back fully injury free ready yeah. to go we know what Kurt can do at his absolute best Yeah, uh, he picks himself there the other one there Jordan Rickey um Little bit up and down last season. I wasn't. There was moments there where I was impressed, but he's just he's just got that one error in him every single game. Yeah, that worries me with Jordan Ricky, and there are a lot of other really talented back rowers in this side that you could potentially short ball out there. Um, I thought that Hoskins might be the guy that could take it off Ricky. They obviously let him go to the Penrith Panthers, so I think I've got Jordan Ricky starting there in round one. Uh, but I think he's a guy on this side that's under a little bit of pressure. Well, he would be in my side.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think he. I think I totally agree. He'll he'll be there round one, but he, he probably – it's not a gimme for the whole yeah. year. Like He'll need to impress. Because we, we saw what he can do kind of – might have been two years ago when um, there were, like, just these crazy glimpses of what he can do, um, especially in, like, what was a struggling side. He was one of the stars of that. I mean, obviously, they were going really bad, but he was one of the shining lights mm. in that really poor – Paul Broncos team from a couple of years ago um, and they signed him they, and he signed a three-year deal off the back of that but I think this is the I think this could be a contract year for Ricky like as in like he's he, he comes off contract November 1 next year yep. so, so not a contract year so um, it's a big year for him because for sure. like if he wants to re-sign on like good good coin he'll he'll need to be like the lock in number eleven there. Yeah,
2: and I, I think to defend him a little bit, Jordan Ricky. Um, I remember two two and a half years ago, maybe I was talking to Rowan Smith. He was the coach of the North Devils, and he had Jordan Ricky in his side. And I sort of said, "Oh, who, who are the kids to watch out for over the next few years?" And he, he mentioned Ricky, and he said he's very raw though. He's very new to rugby league, um. So I think we need to keep that in mind that he is only in his fourth year of rugby
0: league, I think. And he got short
2: balled into a very brutal situation. Pretty much all
0: these forwards, except for maybe Haas, were thrown in way too early, early. purely circumstantial. So um, yeah, no, 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 I'm not, I'm just saying like, he'll, he'll want to have a more consistent year than he did last year.
2: Yeah, for sure. I completely agree with you. Uh, Third aim, Paddy Carrigan. um, So good. Adam Reynolds, without a doubt, the most important player in this team. If I was going to pick number two. Yep. I'd go with Pat Carrigan, and Easily. if you wanted to tell me he's number one, I'd probably disagree with you. But I can understand where you're
0: yeah, it's from. Yeah, definitely the grand final. Um, I think you mentioned it just last last well last season in Origin when he was like barking yeah. at the Queensland team it was his first game at halftime. Frother. that just love that he's got a not the way he plays, but just like the way he he carries himself. Yeah, reminds me of Cam Murray at Rabbitohs. Yeah, um, Cam Murray who'll probably. You know, a strong candidate to captain the Blues one day. Pat Carrigan is almost a lock-in, I reckon, the, to captain the Maroons.
2: Yeah, and I mean, you see guys that are barking to teams and you can see it's impossible to hide. You can see on the faces of the guys that are being barked to whether they're taking this guy seriously or not or whether they want to mm. bar of him. And you could see that every single Maroon was listening to that debutant yeah. in game one, which, which just
0: says the world it's of him. It's insane.
2: Yeah. All right, let's move to the bench. Uh, the 14 jersey will be... Whichever hooker is the second choice guy, whoever that might be, there's no need to go any further into that. Yeah. Uh, 15, I want Kobe Heatherington in the side somewhere. He's just a little goer.
0: Yes, he did get injured yesterday, though. Did he really?
2: I didn't he, see that.
0: He, he ruptured his biceps, oh. so he's undergone surgery. I don't know when he's back, though. He just says he'll be out for an extended period, but he's receiving the best quality care, and the club will be providing all the support. So it doesn't really... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the time frame is for that at all. Nor do I. Uh, At
2: least he's got a
0: bit of time on his side.
2: If Kobe Um, Heatherington is fit, I have him in my side. But the beauty is, and I was about to say with injuries, if that's already an injury they've got, they have got depth here. Um, Paliasia, he's one that I really, really like. Obviously, he's heading to the Gold Coast Titans in two years' time or whatever it is, 24.
0: Um, I think he was the first, the first, was he the first one of of, like since November 1 to sign for 24? I think so. Yeah. yeah, so
2: uh, there will be more dominoes to fall there. But Palacio, I would have him in my side. Very talented guy. I think the Titans have got themselves a good one there. Uh, Pierre Cura. Mm. Uh, a lot of Bronco. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen as much of him as what I would like to be able to comment on him. But the little I have seen, I have been impressed with him.
0: I think that he's one that could lift Jordan Ricky a little bit. Because yeah. he could break into that starting side if he starts to... Well, he's already started to, but yeah, you're right. The little glimpses I've seen of him, wow.
2: The other one I really like, who I think is a shot at a bench, I think he's been injured the last couple of years, is Xavier Willison. Mm. He's a big boy that I really like, a lot of talent. The other one is Corey Jensen, uh, who, uh, you know, he might not have the upside of those other guys, but is consistent as all hell. And there was a number of times throughout the season, he was one that I came away from the trials going, fuck, he's going to be a good get. He's going to be a handy guy to have. Whenever he came in, I thought he did a great job. Um, so yeah, that'll be the sort of the makeup of our bench guys that aren't in this squad. You've obviously got Jock Madden as coverage for the halves, who's not a superstar as we said, but he can come in and definitely do a job for that side. I'm shocked the Tigers let him go. All things considered, uh, awesome. outside backs, Jordan Pierre. Didn't really get too many opportunities last year. Yep. Uh, but very talented guy. Great coming out of his own end. You've obviously got Jesse Arthurs returning from the New Zealand Warriors. Who True. I think he did very well there. Yep. Uh, I saw a quote from him yesterday saying that he grew up playing a bit of fullback. He just wants to be an out-and-out centre now. Okay. So he's probably next guy up. Uh, there's another young guy there that hasn't played first grade. I'm a big fan of. Ethan Quai Ward. Very mm. talented centre. Big, big body. And, mate, uh, still sitting there. Tessie New. True. Not in this side. So Tessie, I think you could just about bring him in at wing, centre, fullback, wherever you need it when you had a space. And I think Tessie can do a job. I think the best part of his game is his running game. Yep. So personally, uh, if, if an opportunity uh, you know presents itself for him to probably play centre or wing, I think I'd prefer prefer that. I know he's played a lot of fullback. I prefer him out there. I just think he's a better natural ball runner than anything else.
0: I reckon he'd be right up near the top of Peter Parr's tip sheet of the night. Yes, yeah, I think he would be because he's not—he's not, he's not going to make this starting team. Yeah, I think
2: I think him and Lockie Miller. I'd be very surprised if one of them doesn't end up yeah on the end of a phone call from Peter Parr to join the Newcastle Knights to play fullback there. So plenty of options there. I'm sure there will be more dominoes to did fall. You, did you
0: mention uh, DeLoise?
2: Huita as well did not Still so got Weezer yeah. there as well
0: so they have got a bit of depth there which is bit good bit of
2: depth which is great to see uh, yeah so the Brisbane Broncos looking like they're in for a good season we spoke about the Broncos the other day on bloke <laughs> in a bar as far as where they would finish um, I know Timmy and Kempi look at them and sort of said they've got a, it's a top four squad I'm uh, after relooking really over it I'm not sure if it's a top four squad I think it's a top eight squad yeah I just think to make the top four. There's already four teams there from last year that were pretty fucking good, and in front of the Broncos is Canberra, South Sydney, Melbourne, Roosters. If two of those teams don't make it into the top four, I'll be a little bit surprised. So I'm not. Sure isn't it
0: crazy that Storm, Roosters, and South didn't make the four last year? Even though, even though the Roosters and Melbourne got knocked out week one, like we're just used, so used to seeing them. So there. used to seeing it, and yep. the Rabbitohs made the prelim. It's crazy to think.
2: I, I, I uh, like. Without being hyperbolic, I think this will be one of the closest competitions. Mm. I think this could be one of the closest competitions we've seen in a long time, and the top eight might not change.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's very possible. Very yeah. possible. I keep saying
2: s- it every episode. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to improve out of sight and not, not move change. on the yeah. It's going to be well, fucking brutal for some teams.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
2: and it's I, the year the Dolphins have to enter the I know, that's about what I was about arcade. to say.
0: Tough game. Oh, man.
2: Very, very tough. Brisbane Broncos, though, looking good. Like, without a doubt, looking more positive than where we were 18 months ago, a year ago. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. 100%. We weren't even discussing them, really, as a top-eight team this time last year. uh, Moving in the right direction, Brisbane, hopefully finding their way back to where they should be. And I think, mate, the thing that stood out for me throughout that entire squad, essentially outside of Adam Reynolds, they're all young. Adam Reynolds and Corey Oates, they're all young.
0: Mm. It's
2: not like Corey Oates is a dinosaur, either. I um, I think as
0: well, as I said before, like, that four pack, a couple of years ago, was probably too young, but they've got they've got now another season under their belt. It's going to start to pay dividends soon. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yep.
2: Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we will have another episode of the off season coming for you tomorrow, I believe, where we're going to go through another four teams and bring back a former legend for season twenty twenty three. Thanks again, guys. Talk to you soon.